the chat. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I am uh, from Your Black World and the Black Business School. And uh, you guys know that I'm real interested in what uh, in, in the rise of the black man. Uh, I think that that's what we're seeing right now. And uh, one brother who's really on the forefront of this uh, is a brother named Maj Toure. Maj is the founder of Black Guns Matter. And, uh, and somebody told me that, that me and this brother should talk. And, uh, and I, it was uh, Mo, Mo, uh, Mo Duncan. Is that his name? Is that the brother's name? Yeah, Mo Duncan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he made the recommendation. And, um, and he's a brother that linked me up with Judge Joe Brown. And I love that so much, man. I said, yeah, I'd love to talk to Maj. And, and uh, so without further ado, uh, I hope you will join me in welcoming uh, Mr. Toure to the platform. How you doing today, brother? I'm wonderful, man. Thank you so much, man, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here. Okay, so let's start from the jump. Uh, first of all, everybody who's watching, hit the thumbs up button and share this interview because everybody needs to hear this. These, these are real conversations that you're not going to get in mainstream media. So let's start with Black Guns Matter. All right, so Black Guns Matter is an organization. A lot of people are talking about it. Uh, it's 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 uh, different from Black Lives Matter, which I'm going to ask you about that in a little bit to get your, talk, your, your, your thoughts on that. Um, tell me about Black Guns Matter. Uh, what, what led you to conceive it? What, what What's going on with that? Yeah, so the irony is it started around 2015 going into the 2016 federal elections. Um, everybody was running around just like they are now saying, you know, register to vote, register to vote, register to vote. Um, and then right after, not, not long before that, BLM was kind of being what going into the, a different direction. Um, God bless the dead, said Darren Seals. I used to see videos of him saying that, look, what the Ferguson movement started as and what it turned into in BLM was not, it, it wasn't what it was. Um, and so everybody was talking about, you know, this unrest and things is going to go crazy. And I'm, and everybody was only focused on voting. So me and my homie was like, Yo, we don't just need a, like a voter's registration drive. We need a license to carry drive. You know what I'm saying? And so when you see so many people catch the same possession charge dudes i'm talking about dudes with like no criminal history just got the gun don't know the process to not go to jail while doing it even though i believe that all uh gun control laws are unconstitutional and racist um still we can work within that framework to at least not let the brothers catch the charge so we did an event it was black guns matter was supposed to be one event um we we set this event up we got some some decent media exposure and uh it was like we expected 30 people. It was like 300 people that wound up showing up. These people came from Brooklyn, from like New Jersey. And they were like, yo, you know, we were walking people through how to get their license to carry and everything. And so what happened was we recognized that so many people didn't know, like, yo, bro, you in a whole different municipality. We can't even really, we can tell you what to do, but you got to go back to your town and, you know, kind of like get it done. So then after that, we just said, yo, wouldn't it be cool if we did 13, 13 cities, um, like the 13 colonies, right? And the number 13 has, you know, a spiritual, you know, transformation from the physical to the spiritual. That's the reason why they picked that number. But anywho, we said, yo, let's do that. And so we started a GoFundMe and our original goal was like 25 grand because we wanted to remove the financial barrier to entry. Cause that's another way that they uh, get off on some of these racist laws. They'll price you out. So for your own rights, that is stated as a human right that's not given or taken away by the government. But anyway, we said, yo, if we could offset the cost and get a classes for free and show people how to go through the, paper, the, you know, the paperwork to get their license to carry in their locality, that would be dope. 
So we did that. We started this thing. We st- we kept getting, you know, at that time, the NRA was still kind of like interacting with us. And uh, we raised $25,000 and we gave it away. And we, I was like, all right, cool. We did it. And then we just started getting a gang of emails from people saying like, that's crazy. You didn't even come to our town. You don't really care about the people. You only did 13 cities. And so we was like, yo, should we, we just did Twitter polls. We was like, yo, do y'all think that we should raise our goal to a hundred thousand dollars and do like 50 cities across the country? Overwhelmingly people said yes. And you know, black people don't give money up for nothing that they ain't really trust, especially if they not getting, they not, it ain't they ticket. When black people started donating and saying things like, yo, you might not even come to my city, but I just want, I just want you to keep going. We knew we had something. And that was at that point, the first year and a half, we didn't do any touring. We just did it in Philadelphia. Um, and then after that, it just kept going. And now we've raised it. We've uh, at the end of getting like a quarter of a million dollars. And I was ready to stop. I was just like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to chill. Like, I just want to go shoot and buy some land and grow some food. And everybody was like, nah, bro, you, you got to keep going. Raise the goal to a million dollars. And I was like, I just, I just never thought anybody would even like agree to that. And then everybody was like, absolutely, like 90, with another Twitter poll, like 90 something percent of the people was like, yeah, raise it to, raise it to a million dollars, buy a building, keep doing the classes and keep going. And that's where we are now, four going on five years later. And uh, I, 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 it's been such a, a, a roller coaster because I was trapping before this, like, you know what I mean? I stopped hustling cold turkey. Like I was, you know, allegedly selling weed and pills and, and movies and all of that stuff around Philly. I stopped doing anything allegedly, unlawfully um, to, to pursue this because I, we started to see so many people coming home from jail, bringing it like dudes that was 45 that had like 20 year old sons was like, I can't lawfully have a firearm, but inform my son, inform my daughter, you know, so we just been going and that's where we at now. Wow. Wow. Well, you know what, man? Um, I'll tell you this. Um, I, I was real intrigued with what you're doing, man. I, I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I don't know a ton about Black Guns Matter. I mean, that's why I want to, I definitely want to be educated on what you're doing. But uh, what I was really intrigued by, uh, and by the way, everybody, if you just came in, is uh, I'm talking to Bosch Toure, founder of Black Guns Matter. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button as you come in. Uh, we have a, a comment. A black men are talking, so the rest of the world needs to be listening. Uh, I, I was real intrigued with the fact that you, um, you you talk about Second Amendment rights, and a lot of people uh, are used to thinking about Second Amendment rights and 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 just uh, you know legal uh, ownership of firearms as kind of a Republican white male kind of issue, and uh, and so it, it so I, I like the fact that you're you're bringing this in where you know I think Killer Mike was doing a little bit of that too, basically saying why shouldn't a black man have a gun? Why why shouldn't we? And not just the men, the women as well. Whoever wants one, right? Um, what's that been like for you politically uh, in terms of, you know, misconceptions and preconceptions people have about your movement uh, before they even get a chance to talk to you about it? So one, um, for a while, for years, I was a registered Democrat. Then I transferred over to Republican. I'm a libertarian now. Um, the two-party system has been tremendously flawed and it, it hasn't really benefited. And don't get me wrong, because I, I want to be clear. I know that the Republican Party was started. I know that was the party that black men got a, a part of in the beginning. Um, but And that's cool. And I'm not knocking that. However, ain't nobody coming to save you from any party. It ain't party time right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's liberty time. Yeah. 
And so the biggest misconception was because I'm pro-gun and a lot of these gun companies or um, gun organizations, they never come to the hood. They don't go where I go. I actually, we started, when we started, people told us our first class was in Baltimore. And all of the gun people was like, yo, don't go to Maryland. Maryland's what's called a May issue state, which means even if you completely lawful, never caught a case, nothing. They may issue you a license to carry. They not, they will not, it's not a shall issue state, right? So we were like, yo, well, the bodies in Baltimore is crazy. So that's where we going first. Most of the gun community was like, yo, you going to the places where you can't take a gun. But the irony to that is the Second Amendment, the Bill of Rights, is a list of things enumerated that the government does not, they don't grant you those rights. That's a list, a reminder. The founding fathers to this nation with their contradictions, when they wrote that stuff down on paper, the way that it was wrote, it was, it was fly. Here's a reminder that the government don't have control over you protecting yourself. So the irony to me was, here's Second Amendment organizations scared that I'm going to go to the places where the people need it the most because they're saying you can't lawfully carry when the supreme law of the land is the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So that's a contradiction. All of those other uh, statutes are unconstitutional. And it was just, it, it was interesting to me that they would, would like, I carry a gun unlawfully based on local unconstitutional statutes everywhere I go. When I'm in New York, I carry a gun. When I'm in Chicago, I carry a gun. That is a inalienable right, not granted by government, not taken away by government. The problem is, We've been so away from that constitution as written because of the racism in America and all of these different things that have happened. Anybody that's one of those people that's going to think like, oh, we're in a post-racist America, that's bullshit. You're welcome to think that, and I'm not going to knock you. But at the same time, all right, you're welcome to that. That's freedom. I don't got to agree with you, right? But at the same time, if you recognize that these things are happening and you're recognizing that the root of gun control in this nation was specifically to keep black people unarmed, not like a cute thing to say, not a cool t-shirt, that is, that's like fact. Mm -hmm. Why on earth would you be tripping if I'm gonna carry a gun to protect myself safely and responsibly? The reason why they don't is because they don't wanna fight the case up to the Supreme Court level. The last two or three cases that got fought up to the Supreme Court level was Otis McDonald versus Chicago. Black man, he won when they were trying to ban Saturday night specials because they were inexpensive and black people could have them. DC versus Heller, Dick Heller, which was a landmark decision in 2008. And most recently, a sister from Chicago, uh, Rhonda Ezell, won two federal cases. Stopping because they used you couldn't used to be able to even have a gun range in the city limits of Chicago. She overturned that, beating them two federal cases. That's my homegirl, right? Saying all of that to say, people don't want to rumble, catch the case, and fight it all the way up to the states to the Supreme Court. Even now that Trump is putting in pro two way Supreme Court judges, everybody say they want freedom, but they don't want to rumble for that shit. So mm. me. I don't care. I, one, I carry everywhere. I got a gun right here. You know what I'm saying? So the 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 willingness to fight and knowing that gun control is racist is the thing that a lot of, and I get it, they have a fiduciary 
and financial obligation to try to not look like they breaking the law. I understand it. I don't have no masters though. So I get to do whatever I want because I'm a free man. Mm. And, and, and informing people in the hood on that type of time, because that's what the founding fathers was on, even with their contradictions, what they wrote down in that supreme law of the land, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, that's what I'm going by. And anybody that want to tell me, you know, oh, that's not for you. Cool. And these tax dollars must not be for me. That must not be my bread. I, I got to get that up neither. You know, so that's kind of like one of the biggest misconceptions of thinking because I'm around, I'm around a lot of, you know, Don Trump Jr. follows me. I'm, I'm cordial with him. You know what I'm saying? He's a shooter. Because I'm in different rooms, because I'm pro-gun and a lot of these organizations can't tap this demographic, I'm, I'm in them rooms. I'm at the CPACs. I'm at here. I've, I've done all of these different interviews and some people get it misconstrued. Like you said, before they have a conversation with me, that somehow I'm like going to avoid the conversation of race in America. So that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Everybody who's watching, I'm with uh, Maj Touré. Uh, he's the founder of Black Guns Matter. And we're, we're talking about every, everything across the board from gun control to politics and everything else. Uh, do me a favor, show respect to the brother, please. And uh, hit the thumbs up button. And uh, also, just so you know, you should follow him on uh, social media. I follow him on Instagram at Maj Touré, M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E. And uh, also uh, officialblackgunsmatter.com. Is that correct? Yes. Officialblackgunsmatter.com. Excuse me. Someone asked you this question, man. You talked about, uh, you know, I, I, I can only imagine the uh, the 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 controversy that, that occurs uh, when you got a world where uh, everybody kind of expects as a black man, you, you're going to fit into a certain political box. Right. You know, you're black, you're a Democrat. Right. If you're not a Democrat, then you must be a Trump supporter. Um, I hear you. It sounds to me like your position is a, a lot more nuanced. Uh, I, I hear you use uh, uh, key words like freedom and liberty. You use those words a lot. Um, I like those words. I use those words a lot. Um, I have my definition of what freedom means. Uh, I'd be curious to, to ask you, uh, can you speak to some of um, those challenges of, 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 you know, if you're around, if you're at a Trump rally, uh, you know, are you the guy that wears the MAGA hat? Or are you the guy who says, I'm here to represent an idea uh, it's okay either way. I, I believe you have freedom to go anywhere on the board. So that freedom word means a lot to me. But but what where do you end up standing on that? Especially with this election coming up and it's so contentious. I, I can only imagine the conversations you had. Yeah, I don't I don't own a MAGA hat. Um, not because I think it's wrong. I just think like yo, that's I got a Black Guns Matter brand. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know I think there's you know President Trump is gonna get money. President Trump is going to do what President Trump's going to do. I personally think that President Trump has been weak on the Second Amendment. Um, even though he's endorsed by the NRA, the NRA has been behind every major national anti-gun uh, law since the 1960s. All of it. The Gun Control Act, the NFA, they have been in support of that. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, that ain't, that ain't my twist. Now, President Trump has been, where I think he's been great is, again, and let me, let me say this first, man, because people, again, people, you know, nuance, that's the key word. When I hire a plumber, I don't really got to like him. I, I, I don't care. If he come <laughs> through and get the clogs done and get it to me at a good price, 
it's what it is. I don't gotta like him. I don't. I'm not even around him to see if his butt cracks showing. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And and dudes in the street is the they 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 understand it, but they have an emotional reaction to um, what mainstream media tells them about President Trump or anybody. Listen, man, we at war. Being emotional in a war gets you fucking killed. So I don't really have time for that, right? So, and dudes in the street understand it. So I'll give a different example. If you got a guy that got that work for you for real cheap, he got the best price, wholesale. He got it for you. Hmm. You don't really like him, though. But there's a guy that you kind of like, but his price is double the price of the dude that you don't like. You're going to put your ego aside, and you're going to go get that wholesale number for the best of your ability as long as he around. Right. That's what any politician is to me. Any of them. They are public servants there to work for me. The problem is in the black community, we don't take it from that dominant standpoint. We don't take it from, listen, bro, you here to do this work for me. You here to, you here to fix this, this plumbing. So where President Trump has been immaculate, cutting red tape, getting stuff out of the way. That don't matter. We're not doing that. That's clogging up the money. I'm all for that. Where he's been horrible is the area where I'm a single issue voter. He's had more restrictions put on this uh, Second Amendment in his one term than Obama did in two terms. Wow. With an endorsement from the NRA. I was at Atlanta in the front row at the NRA convention when he was the first sitting president to address the NRA uh, annual meeting. I was right there when he said, the eight-year assault on your Second Amendment rights are coming to a crashing halt. I was there, right in the front row. That has not, he's been weak on it for me. Been mm -hmm. great on business, even quarter three. Amazing. America's had a great, quote-unquote, bounce-back quarter three, so forth and so on. Let them tell it, right? Now, we'll see what happens a little bit later. However, I know I've been making more clean money since 19, 2019 and 2020 than I was before. I, I, I can go by that, my lived experience. So in those areas, I get it. On the other area, I, I disagree with him. There's other people that, again, like you said, when, as soon as you say, I'm definitely not fucking with Biden. Dude's a weirdo. Dude is responsible for so many black people going to jail. And I could talk about before, the he was a supporter of that 88 anti-crime joint or anti-drug joint. He was he co-authored the 94 bill. Everybody knows that. But I don't that plumber. I'm not going to keep hiring that plumber for 47 years and he ain't get my first year fucking clog out. It's just not it's not what time <laughs> it is for me. You know what I'm saying? And so now here's the problem. Soon as you say Biden ain't to do if I could go into his utilizing his public servant position to benefit him and his family. And I'm not mad. Get your money, bro. Right. But then on top of that, you locking black men up. Kwame Kilpatrick was sentenced to 28 years for one point five million. Mm. Paul Manafort got seven years mm. for 14 million. So I, I can't I, I ain't this this the game that all of them politicians play. So I'm not going I'm not going, you know, um, be I'm going to be I'm going to keep it the standard the same with that being the case. You could get your money, do whatever you do, leverage it however you want to leverage it. But where it draws the line for me is when you're there for 47 years as my public servant, haven't done anything for black people, you was with your man Obama for however long, y'all ain't getting nothing done for black people. And on top of that, you and your homies 
locked up more of my OGs. You mm-hmm. from you co-authoring it all the way up to Bill Clinton and all of the Democrats and Republicans that overwhelmingly went with that. The Congressional Black Caucus, y'all went with it, mm-hmm. right? So I can't give you that energy. You got a track record and you haven't proven yourself. You fight your political FICO score with me is fucked. So mm-hmm. when you say that, people automatically mean you must be saying Trump. Never mind the black woman running as an independent, Jade Simmons. We're not, we're not even, oh, oh, somehow we, we ignoring her. Never mind the libertarian woman candidate, uh, Joe Jorgensen, that's running on, I want to abolish the ATF because it's unconstitutional. And it is. So if those people that you're talking to from the black community don't even know that there's other options, it's like basketball, rap, or crack. Like, if they don't even know that there's other political options, when you say, I don't want this option, they automatically categorize you into that one. And I'm not even, I'm, I'm a libertarian, bro. I don't, I do not trust the government. No black person should. Mm-hmm. I believe in limited, limited, limited government. Um, and I think that most black people identify with that. That's why a lot of black people should start looking into the libertarian party if you want to do the party thing. Mm. Well, you know what, man, I'm going to tell you this. Um, uh, I, I don't know about everybody watching. Uh, say something in the chat, but uh, give me a yes or no. But but I, I think I know listening to you talk about that and talk about libertarian, it even makes me say, you know, maybe I need to research that more, you know, because you're 100 percent right that, you know, uh, that this weird assumption that because you're not one thing, you must be something else. Like, that's crazy. That's like, uh, you know. If a girl says she don't want to fuck one guy, he's like, oh, you must be a lesbian. No, right. she's a lesbian. She just don't want to fuck you. She don't <laughs> like, like neither one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Exactly, man. So I, I really think that, that that we've kind of limited ourselves and boxed ourselves in. And uh, and, and what, what's really intriguing about the conversations that you're talking about, a lot of things I hear a lot of people talk about, particularly black men. And of course, you know, people gonna get mad about it, but it's okay. You know, when you're a man, like you said, you don't you don't have to be friends with the plumber. You don't have to like him as long as he does his job. But same thing. If, if I'm ex- exerting masculine leadership, fuck your feelings. I, I don't need to get your approval on everything. I, this is what it's going to be. So I think the black man has made his voice heard in a lot of ways in this election. I, I'm, I'm actually inspired by it. Uh, you know, everything from what you're doing to Ice Cube and everybody else. Um can you speak on that, man? I, I'd like to ask you, um, in terms of what this, what, what your move has meant, you're going around all these different cities teaching about, you know, uh, uh, you know how, to, how to legally carry a firearm, how to safely use a firearm. Uh, and I'm sure you meet a lot of brothers out there that, are, that really like what you're doing. Uh, what are you really seeing in terms of, I, I personally believe that, that there's something about claiming your manhood that's very empowering for a lot of brothers, you know, saying, wait, wait a minute, I, I really can do this. I can, I can really do what the white man's doing. I, I, it's weird, but a lot of guys don't even think that way. What are you seeing on the street when you're interacting with the guys just, just out here? Man, you can't plug, they can't plug back into the matrix once you unplug them. They, they like, oh shit, I was looking at this. You ever see that WeeBay episode of uh, The Wire? When it was like, yo, sure you shot was a cop. And he was like, oh, it's like the same. They do this, that light bulb, like, oh, it's like, listen, Malcolm gave us the blueprint. Malcolm, when he was locked up, he read that dictionary front, backwards, however many times and used them words. Nah, this is what that word means. That's what you said. It's the same thing with the Constitution for me. This Bill of Rights, as an American citizen, I'm not a denizen. That, them days is done. 
as an American citizen, the framework of this place means this list is things that are inalienable, that government does not give and government cannot take away. Everything else after that, and that's the supreme law of the land in this place, that is the foundation. I'm an American citizen, melanated being, knowledge of self, spiritually active, working on getting my diet super clean, getting that money right. At what point does that mean that that's exclusive? And even if somebody thought to say, well, not for you, that's like the equivalent. I always give this example in my classes. If there was a bag of money, a hundred million in the bag, right? And somebody dropped it off and said, yo, only white dudes that already have $10 million can, this bag is free. You just take the money out that you want. But only if you're a white dude that um, already has $10 million. Would you not at least take some money out for your phone bill? Everybody goes like, motherfucker, I take more than the phone bill money out, right? The Constitution is the same thing. Now, are they going to try to play you and bluff you into thinking that that ain't for you or whatever, whatever? If you cut out so many other things that you chased in, your money will be right. And your lawyer on deck will be solid enough that they won't even try to play you the same way. Like, so me, for example, right? I openly tweet when I'm on TV shows, my exact location in Chicago where I'm carrying a gun is this. <laughs> I'm about to go on Fox News. I got a gun on me. <laughs> I know they looking. <laughs> The reason why they not is because they know that I got a bevy of lawyers around across the country that would love to set precedent with that case. Mm. When your mind is right and you know you're right and you know the rules of the game, not that they're going to tell you the rules straight up or it's not going to be an extra rumble for you to apply the rule. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it from the perspective of telling the brothers it that way. The That light bulb go off. They in the range. They in the gym. I've convinced so many brothers to stop throwing tens of twenties and thousands of dollars away at the strip club. Mm. And I'm like, yo, you know the chicks don't get first. You know them shorties ain't going fuck. That's number one. So like, that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> Two. You know they don't keep all the money. You know it's like really really wealthy dudes in the back. You know that bottle of whatever the liquor, the new liquor is right now, they they quadrupling the price on that. You could have bought that from the liquor store if you went to drinking. You could have bought that for a third of the price. When you break the numbers down and, and start giving it to brothers like that, that gun that I just showed you, that Glock, that's a Gen 5. That costs 600 out, out the box brand new. Now, when you start reallocating some of them funds and telling brothers like, yo, if you believe Trump is racist, and cool, you're welcome to believe that. I don't, I don't know the man. Do you want his, him and his team to be the only ones with the burners? Does that make sense? Mm. And then if they is the, if you are the, you know, one of the people with the burners, do you know how to use it effectively? How much do you train? Then when you start telling brothers to go to the range, then when they start seeing that ammo costs money, mm. now you start looking at a video. There was a video that somebody put together of the honorable late great Dr. Francis Cress Welsing with the voiceover, right? And it was a video of 
my man, he's a white dude. His name's True Exodus. He's, he trains all the time. He's an excellent shooter. And they edited that video with him training and shooting and everything. And then they juxtaposed it with a lot of men, black men, in dresses and all of this other stuff. So while you fucking playing in dresses and giving money away at the strip club, I got a million rounds of ammo. Mm -hmm. I have untold location, secret location worth of firearms. Even if the Trump administration or the Biden administration or hell, the Libertarian Party as a whole turns out to be fucking Nazi Germany. What the fuck them LeBron sneakers going to do for you? Woo! <clears throat> y'all hear that? Are y'all listening? Is everybody, give me a yes in the chat if you are hearing what this brother just said. What are those sneakers going to do for you? Absolutely you going to run nothing. and they're going to shoot you in the back. Wow. And then and be, so, wow. Explaining it to the brothers and sisters that way, while acknowledging, you know, we've had, race is a part of America, a, a big part of it. And still saying, but I believe in the, the human condition that we can evolve past it. I believe that. I don't think we there right now, you know, and I don't trust the government. So mm. I'm very hard pressed to find somebody from any of those hoods, especially black men, not, not leaving the sisters out. But when I'm really stressing this to the black men, because y'all are the protectors and the providers primarily, right? Or supposed to be at least. When you say it to a brother that way and put things in real perspective for him, and then on top of that say, this is the framework of this country, and they tricked you like you didn't, like what, 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 what hood person is going to say, yeah, I trust the government. Yeah, I don't think race is a part of America, and I'm going to depend on the police for my protection. No dude in the hood is saying that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so once to, to you know, I went a roundabout way, but once you can explain it to people that way, and they know that I'm not judging them because they don't know nothing about guns. You mm. know what I mean? When they know I'm not an arrogant dude telling them, like, what? You don't know who Gaston Glock is. We're not doing that. We are entry level. We are here to serve the people. If it wasn't about service, I would have been spent that 300 grand on, like, a Bentley. You know what I'm saying? And so once once the brothers get it explained to them that way and they see we from the, we, we feel the same, it's, it's, they don't go back into the make. They, they never anti-gun after that. Wow. Well, everybody who's watching, uh, I'm speaking with Mr. Maj Ture. He is the founder of Black Guns Matter. And uh, if you go to officialblackgunsmatter.com, you can go check out what Mamoy's got going on. You should also follow him on Instagram. I just followed him today at Maj Ture. And uh, M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E. M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E. Somebody type that in the chat, please. Uh, also, hit the thumbs up button if you haven't done it yet. Please hit the thumbs up button. Uh, I want to ask you about this, man. What, you know, when you were talking, what I like about what you were saying about your interaction with Black men, because I'm, I'm a believer that the emergence of the Black community will coincide with the emergence of the Black men. I feel like they, they tripped us up a little bit, you know, when Biden and all those guys were sending everybody to prison. And I feel like now you're starting to really hear those voices like yours that are just, you know, clear, unapologetic. Um, you know, I, I didn't really know exactly what all your beliefs were, but um, but I just I like the idea of being free. Right. Freedom means you can be you. I'll be me. He's going to be him. And, and we're right. OK with that. Right. 
and a lot of people don't support that. A lot of people say, well, if you don't vote for this person, then you, 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 you know, whatever, whatever, we're going to talk about you, whatever, right? So uh, one of the things I, I like about what you were saying in terms of saying to the guys, like, look at all the money you got, you, you, you look at what you're doing with your resources, you, you know, over here, you can fulfill a responsibility you have. And what you're really giving them that I see is you're giving them the essence of manhood, which is a sense right. of purpose. Like when right. a man has a sense of purpose, like he's like, oh, that's my job. You know, right. it's something about it. It gives you more pride. Uh, your testosterone level goes up. You're, you're more ready for battle. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're ready to, you know, and, and a lot of men don't have a sense of purpose, you know, because right. let's be real, a lot of them, maybe they were raised by their mama. Their mama, you know, never pushed them to do anything. You know, right. no, no disrespect to the guys that were raised just by their mother, but, but you need some man somewhere that's going to say, lift your fucking head up and do your job. You know what right. I mean? You got right. a job to do. I like that, man. So, so one thing I want to throw out there to you, I want to ask you about this. So black guns matter. When people hear black guns matter, they Im immediately think about black lives matter. Right? Yeah. Um, now, now, obviously, I know that I know the answer to this question, but tell me how close or how different black guns matter is to black lives matter. And give me your take on what the black lives matter movement has, has meant to you. The black lives matter movement started by some, the Ferguson rebellions. Again, rest in peace to King Darren Seals, um, an unapologetic warrior, right? Um, you know, in politics, it's a phrase, it's called co-opt or kill. And the Black Lives Matter movement was co-opted. Darren Seals was murdered, shot, in his head, in a car, then the car set on fire. The Ferguson Police Department aren't even investigating that as a homicide. Three out of, I think, five of the brothers that started that Ferguson movement that transformed into Black Lives Matter, the origins of it, have been murdered. Um, and then Google gave Black Lives Matter like $500,000 back then years ago, and it turned into something else. Now, am I in support, obviously, of the phrase Black Lives Matter? Absolutely. I don't think, like, you're really a goofball if, to, like, say Black Lives Don't Matter. Like, I can't even, like, white people ain't even saying that. Like, it's just not real, right? But co-opt or kill, they have figured out the Democratic Party, for the most part, um, have figured out how to piggyback on black frustration with legitimate social issues, you know, and they'll co-opt the message. A, a good example that I can give is when Colin Kaepernick initially gave that interview of why he was taking the knee. It was so spot on. He was like, no, I'm not disrespecting the military. An actual combat vet told me to do this. He told me to take the knee was more respectful than sitting down because that's what I was going to do. He explained it thoroughly. Then he got quiet and they hijacked his, his conversation, right? They was like, this is what it means. Then it, then it became about this. It's not about the actual thing. So you have to damn near be repetitive in your messaging, like, like a commercial, like McDonald's, right? They co-opted the message. They've co-opted Black Lives Matter and turned it into Black Lives Matter, Inc. When you donate to Black Lives Matter, Act Blue, which is the, like, I want it for lack of a better term, the housing spot that handles a lot of the financing for the Democratic Party. When you donate to Black Lives Matter, Act Blue holds on to a lot of that bread. The last time I checked, 
it was about $700 million or something like that. They have a great, now anybody that wants to fact check me, I'm here for it. We could be wrong and the number might be 800 million now or whatever, what anybody wants to add on, I'm open to that, I'm objective. It got co-opted. So they figured out a way, people had legitimate issues with police brutality, qualified immunity, over-policing in, in, in communities. This ain't no new conversation for black communities. This ain't no new conversation for poor communities. For all you All Lives Matter people, this ain't a new conversation for my white homies that's, that's fucked up in poor and suburban or rural areas. It ain't no new conversation for y'all. The thing is, it, it, it was turned into something that gained people galvanized and was like, yo, this shit is, is crazy. Then media jumped on top of it because it's not as extreme as media makes it look, but media got a job to sell tickets to the show. Right. So yep. media highlighted it. Media separated it to make white people feel like, well, bro. And then I tell my white homies all the time, like, listen, bro, you should be just as mad. White men are killed by police more than black men. Why you ain't mad? Mm. You like, I don't do, I don't let them separate me. No, no, no. White boy, come here, come here. You supposed to be mad and want some change too. You got some guns, teach these people. These my people, teach them. Mm. See, I'm familiar with Bacon's Rebellion. I'm familiar with what Fred Hampton uh, Jr., excuse me, Sr. said. You know, I'm familiar with Garvey, the honorable, you, you know, it's just, so I'm going to dial it back a bit. Black Lives Matter got co-opted. They got co-opted and yet again, corporate America, white liberal politicians took advantage of a legitimate issue that black people were talking about that had legit concerns. At that time, most of those protests were peaceful. At that time, then you started busting in white boys from the suburbs to piggyback on it, telling us, yeah, you super oppressed. We're going to help you fight. Bro, I, I, I lied to you not, Doc. A couple of months, like a month or so ago, I was in this bar in Philly, was eating outside, and it was this group of like 50 um, all black, you know how they wear the all black type thing. And it was mostly white dudes. And I was sitting and watching and they was coming, it was about 50 of them. And I said, um, I said, yo, where the black people at? Y'all out here, Black Lives Matter, where the black people? It was one black dude and he said, oh, we out here. I said, nah, you out there. I said, y'all working hard to get that Soros money, huh? And I, <laughs> I, and I wish I would have recorded it. One of them said, we trying to get it. Then one of the white dudes pulled out a bat and started hitting the ATM at Allegro's, this pizza spot across from the bar that I was at. Wow. And I got up and I said, hey, yo, now I have no financial interest in Allegro's pizza. I don't know them motherfuckers. But it was in West Philly. And I was like, yo, don't fucking do that, man. Because y'all motherfuckers come from somewhere else. Y'all don't live around here. When the police come through, it's going to look like we was in the community doing it. Leave that shit the fuck alone. And they left. Wow. Wow. The co-op of Black Lives Matter Incorporated is not something that I bang with. Now, I got homies. That's Black Lives Matter that's doing the work. Hulk Newsom is the pre uh, chapter president of, I think, the one in the Bronx hmm. or New York. That's my homie. We disagree on some issues, but he's, during the pandemic, he was raising money to feed elderly that couldn't get out, all that other type of stuff. There's chapters that are doing the work that's not these bust-in dudes. So it's, again, that word nuance. I am not in alignment with Black Lives Matter Incorporated. 
They have a financial interest in trying to steer people right, black people right to the Democratic Party. Mm. And their finances show it. Anybody that if I'm lying, I'm flying. Right? But in regards to black lives mattering, absolutely we in support of that. And if your black lives matter, I don't I'm not in the business of like trying to convince somebody that my black life matter. I don't give a fuck what you think about my life. My black gun is gonna protect my black life. You know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of like the the, the 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 area where we have synergy in that regard. But I'm I'm absolutely willing to work with anybody that's trying to arm, you know, hoods across America. So if they reach out, if they down with it, you know, we could get busy and get some some basic classes. Where can people reach out to you again? Yeah, share that information. I got some stuff here, but uh, what's yeah. the best way? Everybody, um, actually, the best way. So one for the, for y- those of y'all that are listening, man, we are completely crowdfunded. Okay. The classes are free based on everybody's donations. We got a goal of a million dollars. Um, we we at 372, 373,000 that we already gave away. That's been over two years and some change now. Because I don't want people to think like I'm just stacking the money. Nah, as soon as I get it, we go get events. We pay for stuff. We we move forward. Um, that's not my money. That's the people's money. Um, but we are trying to buy a building outright. You know what I'm saying? In Philly, to have a flagship location, we on that Nipsey vibe. We got to have something that people can come learn, eat, study, train for free anytime they want. So that's what a big chunk of the money. Every single donation, I've been fully transparent. They are tax deductible donations. Um, I've been fully transparent and said exactly did exactly what I said I was going to do with the bread. So if you're agreeing with some of the things that we're discussing today, Donate it what you can, $5, $10, $50. If, if you're one of them rich dudes that's just like a rich black dude that's scared to like highlight how much money you got and you want to do an anonymous donation for the whole remaining six or some change, holler at me. Um, <laughs> so that's GoFund, GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. We are. We just got the IRS approval letter for our 501c3. We are. We do have a separate nonprofit status and people can donate to that. Outside of that, those are the best areas for financial support. We got a bunch of merch that you can get a hoodie, get a t-shirt, whatever, whatever. Um, that's blackgunsmatter.myshopify.com. Outside of all of that, now that we get the money stuff out the way, if you're going through something, the best way to get in contact with me is on social media. I got five phones. I'm on one right now. I got one right here. I got two more over there somewhere. I'm active on social media. If you're going through something, you about to put rounds in somebody and you need somebody to talk to. I promise you, brother, you're not built for 23 hours. And even if you is, you ain't got to be 23 hours of solitary confinement. One outside, one, one, one hour coming outside. I don't want that for you. All of my social media platforms is me. My Twitter, M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E. That's me. Our, our, our group, uh, Twitter, Black Guns Matter, B-L-K-G-U-N-S-M-A-T-T-R. Please stop, slow down for a second. Don't shoot nobody. Don't fight nobody just yet. Take a minute. You think about killing yourself because that's a serious issue. The black suicide rate, especially during this government overreach, AKA lockdowns, a lot of people is frustrated. Money ain't coming in the same way unless you're a business owner. You know what I mean? Please, man, please. Before you get into it with your lady, let's talk. 
Follow me, DM me, chop it up, at me. I don't care what time of day it is. I work for y'all. I don't got no boss. I work for all of y'all. You know what I mean? So social media is the best way to hit up. We rebuild the, the Black Guns Matter website. Um, so that, that might be down for a quick second. We got an app coming as well. But directly hit me up. Let's chop it up. I'll let you know about classes upcoming. Like I said, we got one in Baltimore. But we actually work for the people. Like, we don't, I don't, the NRA ain't behind us. We got donations from Gun Owners of America to do cities, to do work. I have no contract with these people. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have great relationships with those, you know, the founders of those organizations. Um, but Black Guns Matter is paid for by y'all, by us. You know what I'm saying? Um, please give me the benefit of a doubt. If you see me on a conservative show, I'm on Fox a lot. Because the left is scared to have me on. I, Charlemagne said he wanted to have me on years ago. That that disappeared. What's up, Charlemagne? Like, what's happening, brother? You know, <laughs> Dr. Boyce had me on. What's happening, brother? Yeah, I know you ain't scared. You had If you had Claude, Dr. Claude Anderson on, like, you ain't scared. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah, he had, he had Farrakhan on here a lot, Tariq Nasheed. You know, I, I agree with you, man. Well, I'm gonna say this. Uh, first of all, everybody in the chat, um, it, first, it, can y'all take a second and give a digital uh round of applause for his brother in terms of the great work he's doing? I I'm super impressed, man. I, I'm gonna tell you it ain't much, but um, just to express my support both symbolically and to put my money where my mouth is, as you were speaking, I went to your GoFundMe page. I, I dropped 500 in there. I love what you're doing, man. I think it's great. So uh, I'm not just asking everybody watching to support the Black Guns Matter movement. I'm not. A I'm, I'm asking you to, if you could do what I just did. I did it myself. <clears throat> I'm not asking you to put 500 in, right? You know, right. but but something support this because everybody in here understands that the, the, the one important rule of of sovereignty and freedom. You use that word freedom a lot. Is that you know freedom? You got to fight for it. You got to defend it. You got to take it. You got to earn it. You got to deserve it. And, and and freedom is something that is, uh, it ain't free. The shit right. fucking ain't free. You right. know, ain't nobody going to pay your way to fucking freedom. You know, no. so, so that that's, so what I, so I like the fact that everything you're doing is, uh, is funded by you. Uh, you went out of your way to explain uh, in a way that honestly, I, I don't even believe you should have to even have to do all this, but I understand why you did. Um, but you explained the transparency piece, which is so important when you're raising money. You talked about the fact that nobody, it's not like you, you know, you're a puppet and somebody's behind you just with, with a hand up your ass just telling you what to say. Um, I think that's very important because the trust isn't there for a lot of people. Uh, but really, too, I also think that uh, that we should, that that it's okay, like, for us to sit here and tell people, like, look, if you want this shit to, to move, we got to do this. Right. We got to do this. And, and, and also, man, I, I really think also... Like, I like what you said about, you know, when you were talking to people that have money and saying, look, if you got money and you really want to, like, do something anonymous or even not anonymous, like, reach out. I think that's important, too. Like, so what you're doing is what I see is I see what I call a subsidy model, where basically you're doing what I think the Black Panthers uh, could have incorporated that would have helped them to become more successful. So, for example, I think about, like, the free lunch program, right? Okay. Beautiful. Amazing. Extraordinary. Right? Yeah. But my problem is that it's not like every person who comes to get lunch from you for free can't afford to fucking buy lunch, right? Yeah. They they yeah. they go they 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 would take your free shit, 
and then go across the street to the white man's business, you know what I mean? And overpay for shit. You know, the white man don't even like you, don't even want your black ass there, none of that. And they, and we will pay him money and, and, and get free stuff from the black man. And, and I really think that when you talk about conscious economics, conscious economics means that you don't unconsciously or subconsciously engage in that same slave training. Right. That, that, where I'm just going to give money to the places that hurt me and not give money to the things that help me. So yeah. to me, if you're helping people and people who are watching them, they know you're helping, you're helping the whole world. You're on a tour, man. You're teaching people stuff that people don't even know. Why wouldn't we give you our money first? You know what right. I mean? Like, like when I come to your shit, like I, I when I come to Philly, man, I want to meet you because Philly's like a second home to me. I got a lot of friends there. Um, when I come through, I will be looking for something to buy from you. I will, okay. I will be deliberately looking to engage and trade with you. I don't want shit free from somebody who's giving me something of tremendous value, right? Because that's not that that does not. Um, you can't build off of that. You can't build shit off of free, right? So I hope everybody that's listening understands what, what I'm saying here. Um, you know, uh, if you don't see value in the service, then, then then don't pay anything. But I think maybe, and who knows, man, maybe with your organization, I don't know if you thought about this, but maybe there's like a premium kind of service that can be offered for the people that say, you know what, I can give his brother $200, you know, right. for a specific product or service in addition to whatever I've donated, right? Because right. I, I don't want you to prosper, man. I think you should have the biggest building on the block and, and have millions of dollars to do whatever you got to do. And if you do take some of that money and use that to take care of, of yourself or your, 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 the people around you, then you should do that. You know what I mean? Like, like to me, if you're doing that important work, that shouldn't, that can't be volunteer shit, right? Because here's the problem, right? If, if you're, if you and your team are volunteering constantly to help the community, then that means on Monday, everybody's going to have to go off to work for a white man somewhere, you know, or there's some company they're going to have to go, you know what I mean? They can't really do the work at a, at a level that it needs to be done. Like blackness at some point, I think the goal should be that supporting the community. It may not even be just the black community, the, the community that believes what you believe, right? So I'm not going to limit it to black, but for me, it's blackness, right? So blackness should be our full-time job, not our part-time job, not our charitable job, not our secondary job, not our weekend job. That's your full-time job. All this other shit can be your part-time job, right? So Yo, I love it. Go you ahead. know what's crazy, Doc? It's crazy that you say this. It's synchronicity because, so we used to do the classes all the way free. Like you just register and we, boom. We will have classes that 400 people register, 150 people show up, right? So I said, all right, look, this is how we're going to do it, y'all. It's a $10 registration fee. When you come to the class, we give you the $10 back in cash. Like, commit to coming to the thing that you said you was going to do because the class is free. Like, people have already paid it forward for you. Don't then go like because we feed people at the classes like it's it's communal, and it would be like the class we uh, we just did Charleston, South Carolina, like last month, right? Hundred and seventy five people registered, but it come on a Saturday. It's nice out, fifty people come. So I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, we switching that model. Right. Saying that to say. That's why we started selling merch. It's like, all right, cool. We're going we gonna to get this part away. Really, it's the block. It's the testers in the morning. The class, if you agree, this is what we got for you. Now mm. continue going on, and we, we got something else for you, too. But in the beginning phase, we, had, we found the value in removing that financial barrier to entry to somebody and that 
cultural barrier to entry for somebody that's been told that the gun room is going to be all clans people. You know what I'm saying? And to be and to be quite honest, man, to be quite honest, some of them white boys is like, yo, man, I didn't, I wanted to help so bad, but I didn't know how to reach your community. Like, they, some of those dudes see that our fates are intertwined with this gun thing. They don't trust government either. They don't. And they like, bro, like, I just don't know how to reach your community. They not, and rightfully so. The black community's been taken advantage of from somebody that might look like you, so they're skeptical. But yep. they're not so skeptical to the point where they won't change their, um, to a certain extent, some won't change their habits. But if you show them, and if you're supportive, and you ain't judging, and you, and they, again, you, everybody know I feel like them. And I'm not Hollywood. I, I, again, I'll be like, my exact location. You want to come have some libations? Come on. Like, come through. It ain't, one, you know I'm strapped, so it ain't no goofy shit going to happen. Right? <laughs> so it's like the thought process, we have to be in service of the community. You have to be. And I think initially, I, I get why people were a little hesitant. Because how do we know he's not going to take the first $100,000 and just dip out? We don't fucking know. Mm. But then over time, people have seen I did what I said I was going to do. You mm. know what I mean? We Sometimes we got slow on merch shipping out because we got a, we got backlog. We were slow, but we sent people extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? And we kept people abreast on social media. Like, we got to start. You can get rich and wealthy and still serve the community. And I don't care what community you in. You you if that's your hood, serve your community, man. Like do do the work for your community. And that's that's pretty much it's synchronicity what you're saying, Doc. And it's like that's been my model with it so far. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I I think that what you're saying is 100 percent correct. I, I think that it's um it's like like the rule in our family is uh we run on reciprocity. Like so when my kids come asking me for money. I tell them I don't do I don't really want to do charity because charity does not is not a long term sustainable solution. It, mm. it's, it drains the family and it makes you disabled. Right? Mm. You can bring something to the fucking table. You know mm. what I mean? Like, you know, you you showing up to the table to eat like everybody else. You can bring something, right? Ne- never devalue yourself to the point where you see yourself as a hundred percent victim. And you, mm. you can't add anything of value. So what I say to them is I'm like, okay, give me a plan. Get, tell me, I, I make investments. What am I investing in? You know, mm. tell me what, what you're going to contribute to making this thing happen in your life. And then and then I'll go get some money for you. You know, right. like, okay, you ask for $100, I'll get you $500 if you show me a good investment. But if, right. but if, you, if you want $100 worth of charity, I'm not doing that shit. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Right. So right. I, I, I'm, look, support your habit, bro. I can't help you because you got to a sneaker fetish, like they ain't got nothing to do with me, bro. Like, sorry. There you go. Yeah, man. So, so I think I like what you what you said about not letting people waste your time. You know, making people because uh, there's there's people in the community. There's there's some that some that are serious, some that are not serious. But then there's also some that are serious about becoming serious, right? Mm. So that that first and third category you can work with. That other category might need some maturing. You know what I mean? They might need to take a step or two. Uh, where, where they can be ready, you know, but but I think that the people that are serious about becoming serious, who don't have the skill, don't know what the hell is going on, but say, look, I want to do better, I want to be better, um, then I think that, that it should be wide open for them. I think that anybody that doesn't have, that literally cannot pay anything, there should always be a space for them. But the people that can pay, right, like the, the guy that, that can go and spend $200 at the strip club after he's done going to your free event or go spend $150 on Jordans or whatever, 
Like, I, I think I think put a little pressure on them and kind of saying, look, man, we, you know, we're, we're all doing this together. So I think that's how, you know, so so long story short, man, um, I love what you're doing, bro. I, I think it's great. I think it's innovative. I think it's necessary. Um, I support it. Uh, everybody in the chat, I hope you can say something uh, encouraging to the brother. And also, uh, it's GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, if somebody could type that in the chat so that everybody, let's, let's just do a cash mob on this brother's business right now. Everybody watching the video, go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. Uh, feel free to make a donation at any level, but let's, let's let the brother know that we love him, not just with our words, but also with our action. Also, if you could share the link to this video, give me a verbal commitment, a yes. We are action oriented. Give me a yes that you would take the link to this video and put it on your Facebook page. That don't cost you nothing. Because these are movements that need to be heard. So I want to say thank you, Mosh. Uh, it's great to meet you, my man. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate you for having me, man, for sure. And when you come to Philly, not Max's or Geno's, I'm going to take you to the, the hood, the hood, John. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well, well, I look forward to that. I'm, I'm going to hold you to that, brother. I look forward to meeting you in person, man. No doubt. Thanks, Doc. Uh, thank you. All right, everybody. Have a good day. We'll see you soon. Take care now. All right. Peace.